You are now listening to The Cigar Room with co-host Sheldon Williams and Artis Clanton. All right, we're back with a second episode this week. This one right here is Super Bowl Show Edition. Now that we have the Super Bowl, uh, we're filming this uh, a few days before, but we're going to drop it day two before the Super Bowl uh, happens. But uh, this is our Super Bowl edition. What's going on, Artis? Nothing much, man. I'm ready for the Super Bowl. I'm so excited. I'm glad we're doing a show beforehand. Uh, now I get to talk about who I got, man, who, who I think is going to win it all. And excited about the festivities, man. Let's, let's get to it. Get right into it. Get right let's into get it. So, uh, before we actually get into it, we got to do a sponsor uh, from our a shout out to our sponsor, our Bet Online. All right. It's playoff time. The usual suspects are heading to Vegas for the championship. Our partner, Bet Online, is your number one source for football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from the coin toss to the color of the Gatorade, Bet Online is the number one source for your championship wagering. Head to Bet Online and join today to get in on all the action. That's Bet Online, where the game starts here. All right. So shout out to yes, Bet Online. Bet Online, Super Bowl Sunday coming up. Yep. Y'all yep, go ahead and put yep. y'all wages in for who y'all want to win. Like I said, a lot of y'all teams is probably out, but you can still participate. <laughs> not yours. Money. But not yours, huh? My, oh, my team's never out. You already know my <laughs> team's never out, man. Not yours. Okay. I'm okay. always gonna be in the winning circle. Title <laughs> time. Title town. All, all, all the time, all the time. All right. Uh, so the first topic we we're actually going to go with Super Bowl. All right, since uh, we're talking about Super Bowl show and things like that, um, a funny, uh, funny topic kind of came up. You know, when uh, the Chiefs beat, um, who they beat? Was the Ravens? They beat the Ravens, and then yeah, San Francisco was, beat Detroit Lions. So when the Chiefs beat the Ravens, they had a picture of Patrick Mahomes with his shirt off after the game, and you know he had a little push to him. You know, and then they showed uh, Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's brother, who was there for the game in Buffalo without a shirt on, drinking beer. And they were like, oh, these are the two athlete, professional athletes. This is the picture of professional athletes right here with dad bods. What do you think about that? Two pro athletes that they actually picked out that had a shirt off in the last week or, week or two. And they talking about this is, uh, this is uh, typical dad bods. From uh, professional athletes. So here we go. Listen, you got a quarterback who took his shirt off, got a little bit of punch, whatever, whatever. Uh -huh. Typically in the in the NFL, the quarterback they are elite because they can think the game and they could they got a nice arm. They mm -hmm. are not traditionally uh, athletes who are like your physical specimens, like your Terrell Owens or um, uh, who are your, your Shannon Sharp, like these guys who live in the weight room. What, what, what about a, a quarterback though? You can't name a quarterback. I can't name a quarterback. Uh, Jalen Hurts is, is pretty. Uh, fit. Yeah, that's, that's a good. One. Um, Lamar Jackson probably is a pretty fit quarterback. There's a lot of them, but majority and traditionally, Cam Newton. Cam Newton but traditionally, they have been, you know, not the most in shape and physically fit yeah, guy. I agree. I'm I not agree. saying in shape. They're definitely in shape. Not the most physically fit guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the field, and then as far as Jason Kelsey. He's a lineman. You want your lineman to be a little bit pudgy and overweight. <laughs> you want them to kind of have a little bit of that 
you know, like to, them, huh? to be able to move these guys and protect the quarterbacks and, right, the, and, right. and all the things that they need to do. So I'm, I'm not phased about people saying that they just obviously are new to the game and new to sports. Obviously, you, you all get that new crop of people coming in and just don't know. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't think nothing of it. They, typically, those positions, you want them a little look wise out of shape, but physically they're beast on the field. So. I was like, you know what? Me being retired for all these years, like, oh, I ain't that bad. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I ain't that bad. All right, you know, I'll think myself. I got to get back into the gym and things like that. And that's all. Uh, Jason Kelsey was like, huh? Patrick Mahomes, huh? I ain't that far off. <laughs> you got to think of Jason Kelsey. He's an offensive lineman. I think he's a center. listen. Don't 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 try to cloud my judgment right now. I'm trying to cloud my judgment. I'm no, over Sam, here. You don't. You don't want no skinny guys. No, no, no. I, I get that, but for my sake, I'm thinking like, oh, professional athlete. It's what his body looks like. Oh, I ain't that bad. So don't try to cloud my judgment. But I got you. You're not far off though. <laughs> so I was like, hey, I ain't far off. If you want to be out of shape and be on the line, you will fit right in. But uh, no, I say I, I ain't far off from being actually no, you know, back in shape. No, you I think, the other no, way. I think you might be far off what you no, think. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you thinking like I look regular, <laughs> but I be going out I'm like, eh. No, no, yeah, I was talking about the other way. I was talking about the other way. You, you sitting there trying to give me a, a knock. I was trying to say I ain't that far off from Prime Sheldon. You tomorrow, no, nah, no, nah, you ain't that far nah, off from you Prime Sheldon. <laughs> You're not there off of Prime Sheldon, but you off, you far oh, off from Prime Sheldon. Oh, oh, my goodness. You my got goodness. maybe about 40. 40, 50 pounds. Random operator, huh? <laughs> Random operator. All right. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, so last week, last week or two weeks ago, we had talked about um, the games and we had the 49ers and the Lions. So the 49ers beat the Lions in the NFC championship. And after the after the Lions were up 27 to 7, I'm sorry, 24 to 7 at halftime. You had Gardner over here over here saying bye-bye to the fans and things like that. Everything going well for the Lions. Like, oh yeah, yeah, we got it. This is the first time in 32 years that we're going to go to the uh, NFC Championship. Now we're going to the Super Bowl. We finally went over the hump. And then all of a sudden, second half had started, and it was all she wrote up there. It was one-sided the whole time. I mean, it was – It was a, uh, a turn of events for sure. Yeah, the Lions didn't score again to the fourth – till late in the fourth quarter. Uh, 49ers had a huge 27-point, you know, comeback to win the game. My thing is, it reminded me a little bit about the Falcons and Patriots game where they had that big lead at halftime, then all of a sudden, what happened in the second half? Like, you do know you have two halves to play. What happened with that whole second half? So that, that Lions game reminded me of that. What do you think about that game? Um, so, yeah, I, uh, man, I remember watching that game uh, other than, like two weeks ago, and I was watching it, and I was just like, the Lions – they came out strong. They they were they came out with like two running plays uh, by the by the by the running back, and I think the receiver kind of got loose for one. And I was like, these boys are so fast. I don't know how they'll be able to defend this all night. Uh, they came out the gate swinging, and I I thought the momentum was so big for the Lions that with those two runs and those two big plays. The 49ers wouldn't have a chance. I thought they would get back in the game. I never saw them overcoming and winning the game. But in the NFL, it's definitely a tell of two halves. It's not quite like the uh, Falcons game because the Falcons versus the Patriots, the Falcons were up late in the game. So it was just like, yeah, they probably just going to beat y'all. 
No, they were up at halftime too. I mean, I left at halftime. They were up. They were up late. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Same way. The the Lions were up at halftime, twenty four to seven, and I think in the Falcons game it was like twenty four to three or something like that, whatever. So it was pretty similar. Yeah, but they still had seven on the board. The Lions did. The uh the Forty Nine ers did. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The 49ers, 49ers still had seven points, seven three points at halftime. I mean, it's not that. Yeah, big but that, yeah, but three is like, dang, y'all didn't even score. They at least mm-hmm. like had enough. You get what I'm saying? You could, so it was a little bit different. I remember watching that Falcons uh, Patriots game too. But the momentum started to swing, and uh, a lot of the criticism was on the coach as far as you know him going for you know trying to get points instead of going for uh, the field goals and all that. But I. I did not think that the Lions uh, were – I didn't think they would lose the game. I really didn't think they would lose the game. I thought that they had just a lot of playmakers that the 49ers could not defend. But some somewhere at halftime, the, the 49ers figured out, that, look, if we're going to win this game, we got to stop these key players, and, and that's what they did. They got a lucky break when uh, Purdy threw the ball and they hit the defender, the line defender on the chest, bounced off, and the receiver caught it. And yeah, you know he yeah. ended up scoring or whatnot. So like a lot of things were going in their favor, uh, as long as the Detroit Lions coach didn't really help them out a whole lot. So it but, was a wild game and one of the most exciting games, bro. I'm not gonna lie. But to you. the thing is, everybody was talking, talking about like some of the play calls that he had uh, called, uh, going for on fourth downs multiple times. He should have like kicked that. the field goal a couple times. But bro. he's been doing that all year. He's been aggressive all year. That's what got him to this point. Yeah, but so it's all not of a sudden, time like, it's time to you want to change. I'm saying, but you want to change your philosophy after all these games that got you here. You want to change. It's kind of hard to do. Like you trust your your philosophy because it got you to this point right here. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm in a situation where I'm in turmoil. Like, do I do I check out? Do I um, flip flop on what I've been doing that got me here? That's kind of hard position to be in, to be honest with you, in my opinion. And it's easy for us to look at it and say that right then and there. But this is what he's been doing and has success with it all year round. I see both sides of it. I see the argument. The side I stand on is the side of, like, we are at a point where we have the opportunity to make it to the Super Bowl, and let's just go ahead and get the sure thing versus mm-hmm. we've been doing this all year and taking risks. And I, if you've been taking risks all year, you've been getting lucky some of them. them that's, that's not all skill and preparation. That's, some of that is luck. So you gotta understand that, like when you get down to the to the final games and uh, the championship game, you gotta kind of like just go for. In my opinion, playing you know money money quarterback, just go for the go for the sure thing. You're not going to get this opportunity next time. It's not a game next week mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you don't if you don't yeah. win it. You know what I'm saying? In the regular right, season, right. it's a game next week, win or lose. At this right, point, right. it's only a game if you win. You know. Right. So uh, a lot of people like myself. Uh, feel like he should have went for the sure thing. A lot of Lions fans kind of flipped on him too. Like, even though that's our thing, but we have an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and get the points and get up out of here. Thank God we've been doing this all year and it's been working, but you got to understand, some of that was probably just luck. And, I mean, and it, it might, it might, it might have been. I mean, everybody needs a little bit of luck, so it might have been. Uh, but like I said, being his shoes. And then you were like still up. I think the time when they did go for it, they were still up. You had a, yeah, you had a yeah. chance to go up even more if you just kicked the field goal, bro. But go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Definitely because you're looking at the game and I'm like, oh, 
my team came out swinging. We got 24 points. Huh? We scored back-to-back, you know, um, touchdowns. Like, you know, we we are we here. We here. We about to make a big statement at their home against one of the best defensive teams in the league. And then all of a sudden, the whole SpongeBob thing, two hours later, it was a different story. Like, you know, Debo yeah, Samuels he- came out um, catching the ball, ma- making runs. You know, coming from uh, he was you know was questionable if he's going to play or not because he had that shoulder injury last game. And he came back, mm-hmm. you know, wherever they shot him up with, he didn't feel nothing because he he played that, but he played that second half. They shot him up with something. Yeah, yeah, he played that second half, and they they got him to a point where he got them rolling, and all of a sudden things are happening, and there's a domino effect for 49ers. But then you think, all right, the Lions will at least make another push, another push, and they never really made it, uh, the last push. Like I said until the last. Was the last four minutes of the game? They scored a touchdown. The first time they scored since the first half. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, and just to piggyback on that, and earlier on in our conversation, you 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 you're trying to do these risky things with the bright lights. So this, this is like this is like this is like no other regular season game. Mm-hmm. So the things that I was able to get away with, knowing I had another game coming on next week. Yeah. I might be kind of nervous to pull it off. I might be nervous as a quarterback and running back and receiver and all these playmakers to do this, knowing it's this or go home, which it was. They went home. Right. Right. So, like, right. I can't really rely as a coach. I can't really rely on that, uh, knowing that the stage is a little bit bigger, the, the lights are a little bit brighter. I'm not I'm not going to do that. So, like, y'all kind of just put that on yourselves. I mean, like you said, they didn't score again until late from the first freaking half. So that yeah. just lets you know once the 49ers start barking back, you've kind of seen the inexperience of the Lions. They weren't ready for that because they hadn't been there in a while, which that, makes sense. Well, they've never so, been there. Well, so first just, of all, they've if, never if been I there. Get, yeah. if, I, if, I go, <laughs> if I go down the field and I got an opportunity to get something out of it, you got to take it. And you got to recognize that as a coach. And that's why these very, guys very, – Very true. That's very true. Uh, you you got you to get something. You can't go – You got to get something. I can't, can't get go. empty-handed. And on the road, too, you can't do that. Like, maybe at home you can, do you know, chance a little bit more because you're at home. Your crowd going to get you back into it, things like that, whatever. I understand y'all been cocky all year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all got yeah. the playmakers, which they got the playmakers. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah. They got the recipe. They just need, you know, the uh, the experience, basically. And that's what hurt. And they got the experience now. They know. I bet you next year they don't do all that. They go and get the points easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll also do that for you. <laughs> I'll also do that for you. Now yeah, yeah. I know. Just get the points. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and uh, Kyle Shanahan, he know like yeah, we gonna we gonna come back and we gonna take what we what y'all give us. Um, you might have been the, the Detroit Lions, and shout out to them. You might have been a good team all year, but it ain't time to be a good team. It's time to win the game, and they didn't do that. So yeah, shout out yeah. to them. They had a phenomenal year. They had a lot of people come out. Eminem came out and supported. They got him from Eight Mile and brought him to the stadium. Uh, you know, they they had a very, you know, feel yeah. good moment for Detroit Lions. They've been in thirty two years. Yeah, them. of course, of course. But the fact that one last time the Cowboys been there. We talking about uh, Lions right year, now. Year, year. Um, we talking about the Lions right now. We we had, we, actually, we actually been there five times. Well, actually, we we won five no, times. I'm right. saying the last. Uh, they they, the they last never year. actually been there. They never actually the last been there. Years, though. They never actually been there. So oh, okay. uh, get get that correct. All right. Um. So what I was hoping for was actually a full circle uh, moment. 
as the Chiefs lost to the Lions' first game of the season. And I was hoping, oh, a full circle, you have Lions and Chiefs in their um, Super Bowl. How how much of a story that would that be? Like, you know, the game that they played when they get the rings, and then all of a sudden, fast forward the whole season, they play again for the big championship. I was hoping that that, that was going to happen. Um, it definitely set up for uh, a good story. In the Super Bowl, they don't really care um, what story we got. As long as we got a story, and that was one of them. Like you no, said, no, for life. They, they, they do care because I saw a I saw a meme uh, on IG. It's like, yeah, Roger Goodell's like, yeah, we can't have Baltimore people and Detroit people in Vegas during Black History Month while Usher performing. We can't have that. He said that. What well, else? No, no, it was a, it was a meme that's doing that. Whatever. That would have been fire. Now that I think you, about it, you can't have Baltimore Detroit, people Baltimore, and, and Usher Detroit and people in Black History Month and Usher. Like, oh, we can't oh, have this happening. Man, Lions, Baltimore, y'all dropped the ball. Oh, how crazy would that be? How crazy would that have been? That would have but that was a good story, and and then a lot of people, uh, you know, they picked the Lions to 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 win it all because they beat the Chiefs in that first game. And I'm like, it's one game, yeah, and but they made it, they made it far enough, you know, they made it past. The Lions gonna be the Lions. It's the reason I've been trashed uh, for 32 years. The Lions gonna be the Lions. They man. on their way, man. They got some playmakers. They, they, they improve. I will say that they improve. Yeah, the fact that I'm giving them a hard time because uh, Kenny is over here giving me a hard time talking about uh, how we go and have a. Oh, and 15 season and get to uh, the, the AFC championship. I'm sorry, NFC uh, championship all in uh, 32 years. And the Cowboys ain't been past the second round. So I was like, you know what? I, I can't go for the Lions. So y'all lost in a historical blowout. Like, you like, I'd rather lose in a blowout than have the a historical blowout. Y'all I'd rather lose in a blowout. Out. I'd rather lose in a blowout than have hope. That we about to blow this team out, and they just go ahead and take the rug underneath our feet like that. I'd rather have that. That's, that's more damaging. And, and ask Kenny. He didn't answer his phone for a whole week. Ask Kenny. He didn't answer his phone for a whole week. I'm over here like, oh, I ain't trying to talk to you. I'm trying to talk to your daughter. You know, hey, Kenny, how you doing? Whatever. They're like, nah, he didn't want to answer his phone for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he had all that hope. Detroit was over there. Oh, yeah, we partying. We doing all that stuff at halftime. And then all of a sudden, two hours later, what they was doing? Nobody would answer their phone calls. They were like, oh, yeah, the refs this and the coach did this. And all that stuff. No, y'all are not used to winning. <laughs> no. Y'all are not used to winning. Like, what did y'all expect? Y'all are not used to winning either. Y'all ain't winning 44 years. You, you weren't even alive when they won a Super Bowl. What do you mean? You wasn't alive. Yeah, you were very alive. You were very alive. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know what? We ain't, we're not talking about my, my team right now. So, uh we not. Uh, you, we want to talk about them for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We won't talk about them to next season. But the Yo, next game was uh, uh rookie quarterback. <laughs> the next game was Chiefs beat the Ravens seventeen to ten. My this pick. Is, this is now the second time they actually won a game when it was low scoring. Uh, they beat Buffalo and then they didn't have to score no more against Buffalo. Then all of a sudden they beat the Ravens seventeen to ten. They didn't score any, again after that. And Ravens was a supposedly the you know the hottest team in the NFL. Man, with, uh, the MVP of the league with, the, with the MVP, the potential MVP of the league. And all of a sudden, it was like they was a rookie team. I expect that from the Lions. Like the moment got too big for them. I'm like, they had mistake after mistake after mistake. I'm like, how do you do this? Like you score a touchdown in the first quarter. Their defense then, did not look like what the defense they got, man. 
I'm saying, but but Lamar Jackson in the offense, they score a touchdown yeah. in the first quarter, and then they don't score again to five minutes left in the game. Yeah. In the game. Yeah, I I just I was, was, that's what I was going to Lamar Jackson did not look like Lamar Jackson. He did not look like the guy who was the MVP uh, of the league this season in that game. No, it was no. a lot of times you're watching and you're just like, Lamar, take off. Like, yeah, you got yeah. it right there. Like, this is what got y'all here in the first place. Like, do what you've been doing. And he just, a lot of times he looked like, he just looked like a shell of himself the whole time. And it was, it was uh, almost, it's unfortunate because NFL is just like you only get that one game. It's not like the NBA playoffs where you get seven games where James Harden might look like a shit of himself, but then the next game he might look like the all-star that they paid $60 million a year to play for. And you just don't get that opportunity as much. But he just didn't look like he wanted to take – like, dude, they yeah. could, you cannot defend yeah. that. What the, what the Baltimore Ravens do at quarterback and on offense, you can't defend that. But the Chiefs were able to contain it. And you, I mean, listen, take the hats off. I mean, no, I, I, I agree. The thing is, like, I'm looking at a team that is a championship team that has championship background, even though they're not playing as well as the teams that they had when they won a championship, versus a team that was trying to figure things out to try to get over that hump and knock off the championship qualifying team that they played against in the Chiefs. And you can tell it was a tale of two different teams. Even though Kansas City didn't look that great, they knew how to win the game, whether it be strategizing how how to keep they the ball keep the ball for a long point, a period of time where they're running the ball, running the clock out, things like that. They knew how to win. And I'm looking at the Ravens and no, no joke. I'm like, all right. This might be the year they, you know, they actually get over that hump. And it seemed like they told Lamar, we need you to be that in the pocket quarterback. We don't need you to be taking off every single time like you normally do in the past, whatever. We need you to be that in the pocket. That's how that's what it seemed like because he wasn't taking off like that. I don't know if they told him that because like that he had just been taking off the game before that he had been taking off. He didn't do it, he didn't do it in this game. I don't know. Like, it seemed like a player thing. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I say, in my opinion, it almost seemed like they told him, "We need you to trust your teammates, stay in the pocket, throw them the ball," and that didn't work, obviously, and cost him the game. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. I'm finding though. I, I just think it was a play. I think think he again. The lights was bright. Like you just did not look like the Lamar Jackson that just that got you to. You know, be in that championship game, like, yeah. And if he does that, like, he extends a lot of the plays. You know, instead of you know going forward now, you extend the plays a lot, like he was doing in the in the game prior to that. He he just he just didn't do that. Uh, going into the game, I definitely had the Chiefs winning. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs until they lose. You just gotta show me at this point. Yeah, um, I mean, like Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't win all of them, but he won seven of them. And you didn't want to be the one to bet against him when he didn't when he won that right, seven. Right, so right, it, right. That's how that's the that's the type of time I'm on. Um, I got them winning it in uh the Super Bowl this this year as well. I know we didn't go to our picture, but that's why I got winning. Because like, how can I go against them? How you mentioned they figure out a way to win. If yeah. it's the city plays, the coaching, they just they've been there. They've been there. You know, this is Patrick Mahomes six times. As a starter, uh, yeah. excuse me, four times, he's been there a lot in his six years of starting. 
under Andy Reid's uh, under Andy Reid's coaching, and you gotta beat them. It's not the team that just got there. You're gonna have to beat them. San Francisco right now they're preparing. We have to beat them. We can game plan. We can say they're gonna do this on offense. They're gonna do that on defense. This is how they're gonna play. But at the end of the day, you're gonna have to be able to prepare your players to just literally beat them in every aspect of the game. So and until I, that's done, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. And and I, I agree with that. And the thing is, you were talking about the defense. Uh, I think the defense did a good job for the Ravens because they only allowed 17 points for the oh, whole they, game. They, yeah, they, they didn't they, score. I think they scored in the in the, in the Yeah, in the, they, they yeah. only allowed 17 points. So my thing is the offense didn't do their job. Like you have a high potential. I say I say potential in quotations because still you have Patrick Mahomes, but you don't know if the receiver's gonna catch the ball or not. Yeah. Um, you know, they've been doing that all season, whatever. And then all of a sudden, Travis Kelsey became Travis Kelsey again the last couple weeks of the, you know, the season. And when they needed him, and he's catching all the time, you know, balls and you know, scoring around real touchdowns. The fact that they held a potential high scoring caliber team to 17 points, Lamar Jackson's offense didn't do anything. And that's what really sucks because you think that a team like this has been playing well and been giving you 30 plus points a game. Didn't even score, but ten for the yeah, potential yeah. MVP. Uh, and I could look at it on the flip side as a testament to Kansas City defense, where you you held the potential uh, league MVP. You know, one, one touchdown. Yeah, one, one touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was a crazy turn of events. Um, I'm with you in the terms of I would want to see the Detroit Lions versus the Baltimore Ravens. In the Super Bowl at Usher mm-hmm. halftime, that's just like black excellence all over the board. But yeah. <laughs> um, we're getting another team, and uh, you know these guys, uh, Christian McCaffrey, one of the All Stars, standout running mm-hmm. back of the league. Um, a good story that they'll be able to run. His father played for the San Francisco 49ers under uh, Mike Shanahan, who's now yep. his son, Cal Shanahan, who's coaching that team, of which his son. Christian McCaffrey is now the star running back of their team. So mm-hmm. that's a story that around the time, you know, it's going to be running um, heavily. Um, you got the whole Taylor Swift, and I don't know if we're going to get into this later, but the whole Taylor Swift dating Travis uh, Kelsey and the conspiracies behind, you know, why they're in the Super Bowl. So it's a lot, man. It's a lot with it. But, you know, I'm going to go with the team that got Taylor <laughs> Swift and Patrick Mahomes, who've been there a bunch of times. I got them, man, until I prove it otherwise. Well, they say uh, the team that wears white uh, the last 19 years, the you team that wears white. the teams that wear white won 16 out of the last 19 years. Who wear white? I'm not sure yet. But they said the I team like that they wears said, I feel like they said they said that already, I think. Uh, maybe, I'm not sure, but the team that wears white has won 16 out of the last 19 years. How wild is that? That's wild. And I think they uh I think they have announced that uh what color that each team could wear. Well, I'm not sure what so why you uh oh I'm sorry. The 49ers, I think they said they're wearing white. I think I think they yeah. read that. I think I read that. Well, I, think I, did. I think I read that. 49ers are wearing white, white. Well, Niners, and he said the team that Jefferson. So the San Francisco 49ers will wear white jerseys and the Kansas City Chiefs will wear red tops for Super Bowl, uh, whatever the fuck number that is, Roman numerous, February 11th. So yeah. you said the last... The last, the la- uh, last 16 years... I'm mean, sorry, the last 19 years, 
the team that won were white. 16 won 16 out of 19 years. The Chiefs going to win. It's always like a, they lead you down this path just to throw you off because but they didn't have they know people are, they know people are into like the conspiracy like the colors of the Super Bowl is who's going to be in it like they well, know if that. that was the case, if that was the case then Ravens would have been in it because it was purple and red but that's what I'm saying they they know that people think like that so like mm-hmm. they're gonna be like listen the thing that wear white oh for nine they're wearing white well, meanwhile we want the Kansas City Chiefs and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift to win. Another interesting fact is uh, last time the Chiefs and 49ers played in the Super Bowl, which was a couple years ago, a few years ago, was it three years ago? Four years ago. Four years ago. Um, a month later, what happened? Uh, well, Biden won the presidency. Pandemic. Oh, a month later was the pandemic. The last time that the 49ers and Chiefs were in the Super Bowl, a month later, the pandemic happened. So basically, y'all need to get y'all Apple Vision <laughs> Pro and prepare y'allself and, and be ready uh, for another shutdown. The next pandemic, because you're gonna have you're gonna want multiple screens in your field of view <laughs> to be able to contrast the boredom that's gonna be happening. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, I'm sure the new update on the iPhone will have that too. But uh, <laughs> uh, the the next one. Um, we're going to talk about the highlighted games. So the Chiefs versus Ravens. I had Ravens. You had Chiefs. So you won that week. Duh. Uh, Lions versus 49ers. I had 49ers. You had Lions. So we were one and one. All right? One and one. So my thing is, between the Chiefs and the That's 49ers, the it, was, yeah, it, was only, it was only two games. But I feel like we, we've been out a, a little while. We had games prior to that. No, that was it. I mean, they had a, a week off, whatever, and then they played this weekend. Mm, okay. So you you say you got the Chiefs, oh, right? Oh, we one one. I got the Chiefs. You got to you gotta beat them. All right, so I'm going to tell you 49ers. It's uh, interesting. But who you bet money on? When you go to bet online, who you bet money on? I mean, honestly, it's kind of hard to go get the Chiefs. Um, but I'm going 49ers because you're going with the Chiefs, so I got to go with something different. All right. All right. Uh, before we end up this uh, Super Bowl Sunday uh, special, we're going to talk about one more sport, which is the NBA. All right. NBA. So there was this thing about the 65 game rule. All right. You have to play 65 games to get a postseason award. And when I first heard about it, Holly Burton was speaking out. I'm like, why is he speaking it out, you know, about this river? And I read into it. He had that big hamstring. I'm not sure if you remember that. He had a big hamstring in, in, incident. Um, yeah, he had a hamstring ago. injury. Uh, they wind up, they yeah. wind up uh, taking him out like two and a half, three weeks. Um, yeah. He's now four games away. Uh, if he missed another four more games, he misses out because he's had an all-star type year, uh, all-star year or whatever. Um, he misses out on $40 million. So he can't, he can't miss four more games. Even though he had a serious injury, it wasn't one of those like I'm arrested here, rest there, whatever. He had a real serious injury that took him out two and a half, three weeks. Versus like a guy that's sitting out. Oh, I don't want to play back to back, or I missed this game. I'll play next game, whatever. He had a real injury, and then no, this I happens. remember that. So, what do you think about this 65 game rule? Because now Joel Embiid, who's a lead leading uh, scorer, is not able to be in the MVP because he tore his meniscus. Um. 
well, last week against the Warriors. Now he's yeah. out. He can't he can't win any uh, postseason uh, awards. So what do you think about that? So a uh, couple of things. The first thing I'll say is I think the league did that 65 game rule so they can get their star players incentivize them on playing longer games and keeping the crowd and the fans happy, buying tickets, watching these NBA players play. I think that's probably why they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't think about like what's going on. They didn't think about serious injuries. Like these guys get seriously hurt and injured to where they have to miss certain games. So if you ask me, it's incredible for the league and it's crazy for the player because if I got seriously injured and I'm an all-star caliber player on my way up to stardom, Halliburton is definitely going to get the max contract sooner or later. Is this any matter of day, you know, any time now? Mm-hmm. To miss out on $40 million and I was seriously hurt to penalize me for that is absolutely insane. I think the NBA players and the players union come back and they revisit that. And I think that gets adjusted in the next year. I don't I don't see that living long. Well, they're saying yeah, that the players are pushing back on it, but the owners have not. Yeah, and that's going to lead to a strike because or a lockout because. You can't penalize me and jeopardize me that type of bread if I if I get hurt. You get hurt any any day, any any given day. You can get hurt and and be out for the rest of the season. That don't mean so, I wasn't playing and giving you all star numbers night in so, and night out. That's wild. How do you determine then? Like between uh, you know the guys, the guys who sit out from knick neck injuries versus a real injury. You can tell. I mean, a hamstring injury. Listen, Halliburton, he's he's fairly new in the league, obviously. Uh, he ain't really been one of those players to just be in and out like that, just to be sitting out. Like, Halliburton has been playing his whole season. He's been making a name. He's gotten famous this year. Like, we know him for going crazy this no, year. I, I, I agree. No, I agree. But I'm saying, but I think, a, I think for, for the league, I'm saying, I'm the saying for the league, league the league I'm saying, knows. I'm saying, but uh, for the league, how can you sit there and be fair with guys who actually or tend to be hurt to sit out games here and there versus guys that actually like, oh, even though they're not out for weeks at a time, oh, I got a knee to my thigh and I'm out for a couple of days because I, I can't play because I got a contusion in my thigh, whatever, type thing, whatever. How do you determine who has a real injury and who's kind of like, you no, know, just kind of BS around? Well, that's not hard, bro. The league, around the league, they got team doctors. We know who who who's out for a torn this, broken that, pull this, pull that versus I got a stomach ache. Come on, man. They but, they got they got, they got people that talk to internally please. that can report these type of injuries. They know when you ain't. They know no, Halliburton. No. I, if you ask me, if Halliburton is in jeopardy of forty million, that's absolutely criminal. So on, I'm t- I'm saying you have people say like no San Antonio who. Doc, I mean, not Doc, uh, Pop, I'm really, pretty, pretty much started this. You're not going, if you're a team doctor, you're not going against Pop. If Pop sits there and says, like, oh, his back is hurt, whatever, you're not sitting there saying, oh, Pop, you're wrong. I'm reporting this. You're not it's doing that. It's different from the coach reporting that this player's back is hurting versus the doctor no, saying, no, 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 hey, I'm saying, you're not, you're not, go, broke, you're not going not against, a, I'm saying, but you're not going against a, the coach or even a GM or even the owner. Who can fire you at any time? Any, any of those guys can fire you at any time. You're not going against that. So again, you being a team doctor, that only sit there and gives you leeway for a little bit. 
but you can't go against a powerful coach or a powerful GM or a powerful owner, and then you you risk losing your job. So bro, you talking the about, league knows. I know you know, bro. The league knows. And on top of that, you can see in game when players just like tweak something. Like if, sometimes if, if, you can see it. But if the league knows, then how come you have players still sitting out? Listen, I That's think the league, going back to the original 65 game room, the league put in place for these types of things. You don't have a knick-knack injury. You want to say you have a knick-knack injury, then you're not going to be eligible to win these prestigious awards at the end, i.e. MVP, i.e. Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year. You're not going to be able to win these awards if you playing around the knick-knack pattern. If, but what they did not think about is, what if these players really do have real injuries that that's now costing them money? Forget, I, if I'm Halliburton, I don't care about your award. You about to not pay me forty m's. Well, he only he's only getting forty because of the awards. He's a first time All Star. He's going to be uh, all, all NBA All Star. One of the first two, three teams because of those awards, he gets a so jump up in price. He makes those. He'll be, he be able to get those. But if he doesn't gotcha. make those, all of a sudden. In four games, miss whatever he doesn't make those. Now they'll that forty million goes with it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna sum it up. They gotta revisit it. That's not that's not player friendly. It's definitely league friendly because I can come back to the table as a as an owner and say, hey, you can make the All Star team this year. I'm not gonna give you this, and you can be like, but I was hurt. Like I was seriously injured, and they're gonna yeah. be like, but you didn't do. And I think that's something you didn't make yeah. it. Yeah, you didn't make but it. So. It's a definitely a, a, it's a flaw in the system on behalf of the NBA players and, and a big come up on half of the league. And they're going to revisit that. I, I don't see that being a thing going forward. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, these people, like, Halliburton is Halliburton. We know, like, he's him. Right. Like, he is who he is. So, like, you don't got to tell me because right. he didn't play 65 games. He ain't Halliburton. Come on. Right, right, right. No, I, I agree. I agree. Or but then Joel, he has- whoever the case then you have situations like you know how Ben Simmons, who's been out since November, he comes back and plays and has all, he, he has almost a triple double in 18 minutes. And then Nets beat the Jazz 147 to 114. Then the very next game, he's out again. Now, that's a tricky situation with, with Ben Simmons. I think it's other things that's involved in his um inability to, to be in games or playing games. But that game he came back, I watched that game. He did kind of land wrong on one of those plays. I'm not going to lie. I've seen uh, it and I watched he, it on last other. He looked he like have. he just, like, tweaked something. So he I'm going to give him a have, but it, it didn't look good because he was it already out. Good. He was it already out since good. November. But and then on top of that, you I have can believe double? that because you oh, went out double? since November. You come back. And you're not in the shape that you've been in. So I can see you tweaking something because you're just not in shape. But he had almost a triple-double in 18 minutes. So he was in some type of shape. You know, how hard it is? you know how hard it is to have a triple-double? He was two rebounds off from a triple-double in 18 minutes. But you know how easy it is if you come back after in 18, not playing 18, 18 games to tweak something? That's a quarter and a half he played. A quarter and a half he played. Yeah. They gotta revisit it. It's a, it's a, it's, it's not a favorable rule for the players, and I, and I can see the players definitely come back to the table saying, "Hey, we gotta revisit this." So that's yeah. all I'm saying about that. Yeah. It's not favorable because you, so you about, let me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree, I agree. 
Yeah. Uh, so how about um the Bucks? They're paying three coaches right now: Budenholzer, Adrian Griffin, and uh, now Doc Rivers. Budenholzer is still owed sixteen million for the last uh, for next two years. Uh, Griffin, who just signed this past you know year, was on sixteen million for four years. Now he's owed twelve, and now they just signed Doc Rivers to forty million for four years. Mm-hmm. So I got listen. If I'm the um, Buck, Doc Rivers is my head coach, Budenholzer is my assistant coach, and <laughs> Griffin is my player development coach. I'm not gonna have, I'm not gonna be paying all these guys, and y'all not, you know, actively helping that's my roster. That's a high staff. That's a high paying staff, right there. That's a high paying staff, but I'd rather have y'all doing something than me just paying y'all to do nothing. Paying you to go away. Paying you to go away. Go away. Paying you to go away. And to be honest with you, I don't know why they got rid of Budenholzer. Oh, how? Uh, Where are you yeah, Budenholzer. But thing is, he uh, got him a championship, right? He got him a championship, and then they lose the next year because Giannis didn't play because he got hurt, and they lose in the second round, and then they gonna fire him. I'm like, why would you fire somebody who just got you a chip for the first time in since Lou Alcindor days? Uh, I didn't understand the Budenholzer uh, firing. I definitely didn't understand the Griffin firing. They were, you know, they were doing very well. Um, I think we, I talked about it last time. It had to be a discrepancy between him and Giannis. Um, and then hiring Doc Rivers as this. Doc Rivers is just the savior. ultimate GOAT savior coach of the lifetime. And it's just like, it just seems like, it seems like a lot of the players have a lot of say-so and the organization's, uh, you know, staff or whatever. And I'm saying Giannis. When I say that, I'm saying, I'm thinking Giannis. Because, like, who else? Because, like, Boonhauser shouldn't have left. Griffin shouldn't have left. And now y'all got Doc Rivers, who only won one championship back in 2008. Yeah. And the thing, the thing is, um, you talking about rules that need to change. You know, Doc is now, well, I think, uh, one and three in his uh, debut with uh, the Bucks, And now he's coaching the All-Star game. That's another thing. Is is it's like, and, and the rule. I don't the, the even know what is, to say about that. The rule is: is the number one team coaches the game, and the number one team. So they number Boston. one. Lead? Boston was number one last year, and they number one again this year. You can't do two years in a row to so go to the next team, which is the Bucks. So it falls into Doc's lap, where he's now coaching the All Star because of a technicality with the rule, and now he's. Well, I mean, he'd be better record than that, but. Right now he's one and three, and he's about to be all star coach. I mean, only thing I can say is to that situation, it happened because um, the team, like you said, Boston Celtics, was finished one consecutive years, and you can't have that. So it's not like they wanted that to happen. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, before I knew that information, I felt like they just wanted that to happen for whatever reason. But now I'm listening, and they didn't want it to happen, so. I mean, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, I, I would, I would just make it go to the third. I would just give it to the third team in in the East and let that coach coach because coach. That, that just sounds crazy. And like, why Doc good. Rivers? Doc Rivers is is to me. I think Doc Rivers is a phenomenal coach. I just in this particular situation, I just don't feel like it was no need for him to be coaching that team because like they were nice. No, they 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 definitely are. And the thing is, what I did not like was 
they fired a coach in the very next game. They're all dancing before the game. You, you saw that that clip where they all dancing uh, start yeah. the game. I'm like, what was really going on for y'all to be doing this and well, showing this man that much? Yeah, right, right. Like y'all number two in the East, number one offense. You know, y'all was last in defense and everything, but y'all was number one in all pretty much everything in or top five and. All offensive uh, categories, and then all of a sudden, that's what you do. I, I didn't understand that at all. That, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way too. So, and for you to publicly do this too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna go back to saying Giannis. Giannis probably has something to say because nothing made. Listen, we already said he got his brother on the squad. His brother trash, and he's on the squad, so he has a big voice. That's uh you know, that's listened to in that organization. And I that's the only thing I could think of. Like, he has to have some say-so for the last coach being out of there and Doc Rivers being in there. And yeah. if y'all going to listen to Giannis, I mean, he won the championship with the first coach y'all fired. Like, obviously, y'all just are good enough to be in the mix. So, like, just let it ride. Yeah. Now y'all yeah. losing money and paying three coaches to do a, exactly. a job, you know, that yeah. anybody yeah. seems like they could have done. But now y'all just, Seventy yeah. million dollars in the hole, like yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, weird, weird. But going on to the next topic in the NBA talk, uh, you had uh, players in the same week dropping big numbers. You had MB dropping seventy points, and he comes back to practice wearing a leopard coat. They're <laughs> mm. in practice like he like King of Zamunda type thing, or whatever. Like you can't t- tell him nothing right now. And, and then you have Luca who dropped seventy three points. 10 rebounds, seven assists on 76% shooting. It was 25 of 33 shooting. Career high, fourth most ever scored in the NBA. And then Book has 62 points and lost. And then the week before that, um, your boy um, Carl Anthony Towns had 60 and he lost. That's what I don't like because I just don't like Cat. But <laughs> um, shout out to Cat. He's a good player. Um, my first thoughts on this was it didn't hit the same. Like, I remember when Kobe scored 81. This is the one everybody's trying to get to. They they like the whole, I scored a lot. It's kind of reminiscent of Kobe. But when Kobe scored 81, it was a different feeling. It was just like, dang, what did Kobe do to get that 81? He must have been going crazy. Um. And this is not the first time I think Devin Booker a long time ago scored 70. That was the next closest, I think, to Kobe's. That was a while ago. And that was that was more respectful. Look at, look at 73. What these guys I'm saying, but I'm saying Booker had did that not, not this not that last week of uh, a few, few, yeah, he did that ago, prior to years ago. Against like against Boston. He had a little paper. Yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. This and he lost one, that game too. This one, it just didn't seem like other than Lucas. I was like, What, how do they do it? I kind of know how they do it. Teams don't play defense no more like that in the NBA, yeah. They They're don't, not, but the fact that you get ran, your numbers get ran like that at some point, you gotta have some kind of pride. Like, come on, like my man got 40, he got 50, he got 60. Like, sometimes you gotta have pride, you gotta kick in at, at some point. You can't just go, Oh, yeah. Luka had 76. Oh, but I don't think those my man, guys... My man was guarding him. I don't think those guys have the capability to be... Like, think about it. Like, if I'm an NBA player today and I got... I do have pride. Like, you know, he gets a bad rap. Like, Draymond Green. Draymond Green got... Draymond Green got knock your ass the hell out. 
Yeah, so something will happen. Yeah, something will happen. And yeah. back in the day, there was a lot of Draymond Green. Maybe not to that level, but some, some, some extent, yeah. it was yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, it's not like that at all now. At so all, like you can There's have pride. pride, but you can't really do nothing about it. You can't really you, hard you foul can, somebody. You can, you, you can. can, you can, but. I mean, a hard foul is a double technical these days. It, it definitely is, but it, it, you you can do something, whatever. Like literally, you definitely no. It's nothing. You know, rain on you like that. Come on. It's nothing you, you can do. Really, you, I watch you gotta, guys. Yeah, you, you gotta be physical with the guy. Even if you don't hard foul him, you still gotta be physical with the guy. You gotta throw him off a spot or something, whatever. You can't let him. Man, Atlanta free, was letting that man for it, bro. Uh, and then uh, I, I forgot about him. He had sixty points against Atlanta. Uh, Stephon, I'm um, sorry, Steph uh, Curry. And they lost against uh, Atlanta uh, last night. That's what I'm saying. It's like they just but you can't it's a touch part him, of their game. Is you can't touch him. That's what no, I'm you saying. Can't That's him. what I'm saying. You can't, you can't touch him. What I'm saying, like Steph, you can't touch Steph. Like everybody else, you can, like, you can't touch Steph. You, you can wiggle a little bit or whatever, but Steph, you can't. You can't touch Steph. You can't touch him. All I'm saying is my first initial thoughts was like hmm, it wasn't special. I think the next number that's going to be special, and I feel like it's going to happen. A lot of people are talking about it. It will be the next hundred. Whenever somebody scores a hundred, that'll be happen. special. That won't happen. It's going to happen. That won't happen. But it's going to happen. It, it was very special for Luca to do seventy-three points. It's going to happen. I guarantee you, hundred shooting seventy-six percent. That was very special. You tripping on that's that one again? That was, that again, they was like it was like they was letting them score though. Seventy-six percent shooting though. My man missed eight shots. Only eight shots. Whether you, you let somebody shoot or not, you go outside right now. You think you can get 76 points right now and only miss eight shots? I got a life. <laughs> 76 shots is going to take No, 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 no. Not 76 shots. 76%. You only shooting 33 times. You only got to miss get, eight. I can get you 76 30, right now. 33 times. You got to get 76. You That's only miss hard. eight shots. That's not hard. I can go out right now and shoot 10 free throws and get eight, eight out of 10. That's not 76 points. That's 80. That's 80. You no. said percentage. You said That's, percentage. I said 76 points. I mean, I'm sorry, 76% uh, shooting uh, and making, right. 70, making 73 points. 73 points. Eight out of 10. That's 80. No, no, making 73 points. Who am I playing against? Anyways. I, no, no. I think, you go out, I think you go out there by yourself. Can you do that? Score seventy-three points. Seventy-three points. Only shooting thirty-three times. You only get you only can miss eight points. I mean, eight shots. Right. I'm not gonna do that. All I'm saying is it's tough. It's tough. It doesn't. It didn't impress me like it did in the past. And I think a lot of that is a testament to uh, the way uh, these teams play defense now and all that. Like you say, how I hate on the Apple Pro, whatever. This how you do with. uh, uh, my man Luca and uh, I like LeBron, Luka. LeBron James. So. I like no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's the same thing. No, it's same thing. Same thing. No, Luca's one of my favorite players, and I say this to everybody who know me. I thought that Atlanta Hawks made a big mistake by uh, drafting Luca and trading him all to the Dallas. No, nah, because y'all was like, oh, who is Luca? We know we won't trade on everything. Who I is you can go back. I I was like, let's keep Luca. I was, was like, one big. I was like, "This man played professionally as a child. He's ready." He was, was like, like thirteen oh, years who, old in the who, professional league. Who Luca? Who Luca? Nah, I always was big on Luca, and I and I stand by that. I was stand always big on Luca. <laughs> but uh, you know, we wait on that hundred. That hundred piece coming soon. 
You think so? I think it's coming. I think it's it's, it's inevitable. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's coming, bro. I don't think so, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's coming. Just like the Apple VR headset, bro. It's here. It's coming. <laughs> uh, what do you think about uh, KD saying that he should be considered in the GOAT talk? He got a valid point. You think so? You got a valid point. If y'all got Bill Russell in y'all top, GOAT anything, I, GOAT Kevin talk. Durant is... A lot of people got uh, Bill as the GOAT. I, I'm talking about people from... Uh, you know, this generation or the last generation, not the generation. Okay, so let's yeah, let's define go talk. So go talk is really let's just say okay, go talk is really the goat MJ, Kobe, LeBron, Magic, Kareem. I, I should say Kareem. I thought I said Michael, Kareem, and you know Shaq. Shaq. But my thing is, if you consider yourself in go talk. And for me, you gotta be top five. If you consider yourself go talk, you gotta be top five. Katie's is not my top five. Who's a real top five? Like let's go, let's go through a real top five that we can both agree on. Kareem, Jordan. Oh, we're not going to order? No, we just just name it's a five slot field. Well, well, well the ones you just named was uh Jordan, uh Kareem, Kobe, uh Magic and Shaq. That's the ones you you, you don't have LeBron That's- in your top five? I was saying you did. I thought, did you mention that or no? I did, but I'm I'm saying to you now. Oh, for me, okay. Agreement of yeah, okay. five. So, so for so for me, I'll have those guys except for Magic. I'm putting LeBron. So you got LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, Kobe, Shaq. Yeah. And your top five? Yeah. I could agree with that. It didn't take me long. I could agree with that. So you're saying. For KD to have a valid argument, he has to be able to fit into that top five. Yeah, for you be uh, not in the a, goat you talk. Go get, so no top ten. No, no, no. For for goat talk, no, you got to be top five. top five. Top five. Well, to by that standard, he don't have a point because he know he know where near. And to be honest with you, KD's probably in my top nine. So you have KD over uh, Magic. I got Magic over KD. Do you have uh, KD over uh, Bird? Yeah, I got KD over Bird. You do? Shout out to Bird, but come on now. It's, it's, no, it's Bird, Bird was tough. No, Bird, was, Bird tough. was tough, but he was also in that. It was. Nah, I feel I mean, like KD would Imagine. He still got to shoot. He still got to shoot. What I do, dude, this is what I do. I imagine these players in these times. I imagine KD on the Boston Celtics in that time. They would have thought that man was freaking Jesus, bro. Yeah. Literally. I, like, I, Bird I, said Jordan I, was Jesus. They would have thought KD was Jesus. I agree. I agree. Like, so, Bird so, had phenomenal but you, faith. But you said, you, you said nine. Yeah, yeah, you said nine. I so I, I, nine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was trying to figure out uh, who else would be in that, that so I got, nine. So, I got so you got Magic, Bird, Steph. Would Steph uh, be in that top nine? Steph not in my top because he's a little guy. And he, he's a little guy that does three points better than anybody that ever do it, but it, it goes beyond that for me. Okay, so I, there's I no more. Either, there's no more current guys. That's just like so. top eleven for me, top twelve. So, so that means there's no no more current guys. So you're looking at uh, Tim Duncan. You, you got Tim Duncan uh, behind uh, KD, the greatest power forward of all time. You got him behind KD. Uh, Five championship rings, Tim Duncan. 
I, I probably do. Behind KD? I probably got behind KD. Ooh. You tripping. Just, you tripping. I don't know. I, I just... I'm saying mm. that for the sake of the show. I'm gonna have to think about. It. I have not thought about that. You're asking me on the spot, but I want to say on the spot right now. I got KD over Tim Duncan. Okay, okay. Just the hooping factor. Like I, I'm visioning hooping. Like I just don't think Tim Duncan can hold KD, and vice but versa. But he is, yeah, vice versa. But he's also the greatest power forward of all time. He also the same height as KD, and has more uh, numbers than KD. Better number, should I say? Yeah, well, you asked me a question. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll table that. I'll table that to think about it. But off, off. Yeah, go ahead and text me when you realize you're wrong on that. Uh, but how about Draymond saying that uh, KD is not in goat talk? Uh, he needs to be in Steph status before he can be in goat talks. So he said Steph is better than KD. Pretty much. I see, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's he, got four, he got four rings. He got four rings. I understand. That's why I saw Deion the rings for me. It's beyond the rings shooter. and the shooter for me. Greatest shooter of hooping, all time. Hooping, I don't think Steph can mess with KD. That's the greatest shooter of all time. For straight hooping. This is also, this is also the same Steph that took down a young um, core group that wound up being three future MVPs of the league twice. When it was in uh, Oklahoma City, and then he joined his team. That's the only stain that nigga got on his resume. So my thing is, I could only put him. Yeah, joining the team is no, you can't forget yeah. that, bro. So I could only put Steph. I'm sorry, KD above Steph if KD can win one without Steph, because he obviously was the best player on that team when he played with the Warriors. I'll give him that. But to be yeah. over Steph, he has to win one without Steph. Yeah, I, I I I agree with that. All right. So yeah. talking about so, you know yeah, talking about top you know top players and everything. Who do you have top five in the NBA right now? Overall, for me, why you, yeah. So why you think about it? For me, I have Giannis, Luca, Jason Tatum, Steph, Embiid, and LeBron. Even though that's six. I agree with all of that. I definitely got Luka and Embiid up there. Giannis is definitely up there. Um, Steph? Steph is up there. Yeah, Tatum. I agree with you. I agree Tatum? with you. Tatum. I, I, no, I can't agree. No, I can't no, agree. No, no pushback on no Joker? No KD? How they're playing right now, there's an argument for Joker. See, this is the thing for me. All these guys is like the same to me. Like, they all play different positions. They all got different things. But they all are, like, on that level. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? Remember back then, it was, and I hate to keep going back then. I'm old now. But it was like you had your all-stars. And then you had some guys that was just like when we played, super, we were here. Superstars. Super superstars. And they, yeah. they just seemed like they all on that level. Mm -hmm. So when you say no, no Joker, no KD, it's just like, yeah, I can't put them right there too, though. So it's it's like it's no step above people for me. But uh I agree with your five. 
And then I would just say interchangeable Joker and Katie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying though? It was no, like, no, 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 I agree. I mean, if you talk about like five years ago, uh, KD, we, we talk about different uh, different genres right now. But the fact that I'm like, I, KD's not killing like that right now. He's not killing like that. He's not like that right now. He's older. He's older. For him to be in a GOAT talk, I'm like, eh, maybe he's back in the day. Over his career, though. Yeah, yeah, maybe back in the day, I can understand what you're saying, whatever. But uh, for him to be in a GOAT talk, nah, I, don't, I don't have that. I mean, I have him maybe like 10 or 11 in my, in my uh, overall, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I got about ten or eleven too. Yeah, okay. Well, you, you said, said, no, you, no, 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 you, no, you said you had him at seven behind Magic. Well, no, you had started giving me names, and I was saying you was like, "Is he better than Magic?" I said, "No." You said, "Is he better than?" Uh, okay, I okay. probably take him over. I, I, I didn't know him, you were listening. Okay, okay. Like, I'll give him names out of my top, my top ten. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, my sleeper team, OKC, number one in the West. Number one, what while your while your sleeper team is number eight, they in the playing game right now. They got Luca, and they in the playing game. And man, your your team is a young team who values the regular season. The real teams like the Mavericks know it only count when that when that playoff. Well, when I told you about my sleeper team, you like Oklahoma City, really, really. I bet you my team still go farther than your team. Hey, maybe, maybe. But so the fact that our, but the fact that uh my team is young, still trying to figure things out. I was like, I saw something in them before the season started. And I don't oh, think you saw happened. something in them, or you just know you from there. No, because it happened after I left, so I have no real ties. But the fact that Mavericks haven't done anything in the playoffs either, so they're in the same boat as my Oklahoma City Thunder is. So we'll see. Uh what about the all-stars? We have um Easton, All-Stars, Damian Lillard, Alan Burton, Jason Tatum, Giannis, Joel Embiid. Obviously, Joel Embiid can't play, um, but he's uh, starting five. The reserve is Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell Jalen Brunson, Bam Adebayo, Julius Randle, who's out as well, uh, Tyrese Maxey, Paolo got his first All-Star. So they wind up subbing out um, Julius Randle and uh, MB for Trey Young, who should have been an all-star anyway because he was averaging 26 and 11, um, or 27 and 11. And then they had uh, Scotty, uh, the, the boy from uh, Raptors. Scotty Barnes. Barnes. Scotty Barnes. He's in the all-star now. So for the Western all-stars, the starters are – SGA, you know, OKC guy, um, Luca, AD, LeBron James, who set the records for most All Star selections, Joker. That's the starters. The reserves are Devin Booker, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Curry, Anthony Edwards, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Cat. Carl Anthony uh, Towns. I would like to see Edwards as a starter. That's because he's one of my favorite players right now. But he's balling. He's balling. He's nice. He's nice. He definitely is. He definitely is. So those are stars we got going to Indianapolis in about what a week? A week? Week and a half? Uh, A little, a little over a week. Yeah, a little over a week. And Uh, then, yeah. And then we have two more days 
until the trade deadline for the NBA. So I'm sure once we go to bed tonight, stuff will probably start happening maybe tonight, but really tomorrow and also all the way up to the deadline on, uh, on the 8th. So it's going to be interesting to see how things are going to play out. But what do you think about the, um, the deadline? you think it's going to be a lot of movement or you think it's going to be like any kind of big-time blockbuster trades or kind of small things that's been going on right now? Think about it as far as blockbuster and big time trades and all that. It's there's not a lot of big names that could be moving around. Um, mm-hmm. this is like a, a trade deadline that it could either put the final piece to your team or it could set you up for uh building for success later on. It's not like a game changing type of trade mm-hmm. unless unless uh one of these big name you know, athletes decide to go somewhere else when they can. But I'm not – I honestly, if that, if nothing happens, it'll just be the same NBA that we have right now. Be honest like, I'm not excited about it. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I don't – I don't know if it's going to be anything big. I mean, outside of if they trade, like, say, like a Trey Young or a DeJounte Murray or even a Marcus Smart because um, I know all uh, three yeah, of those – That came up. All three of those point guards been kind of in for the – the Lakers talk, so uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But I don't think it'll be any, any big, big time games. I don't think it's gonna be nothing big. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be any, anything big. Uh, the last thing I was gonna talk about with the NBA talk is the details of the draft. It's changing this year for the NBA draft. It's now gonna be a two day event, kind of like how the NFL draft is. Um, the second round is now gonna be longer. It's gonna be four minutes to pick instead of two minutes, and the first round will still have five minutes in between each selection. Why they giving about? them four minutes? They don't need four minutes. Exactly, but they make it longer. What? So it's more money. Excuse me, more money involved. And the thing is, like, unless you actually know somebody that's going to be in the second round, you're not really paying attention to the second round. Like, you no, know, for I me, I never pay attention to the second round. Like, like for me, I'm watching uh, my Duke guys, and then once the last Duke guy, whether it be in the second round, or whatever. I watch up until that last, you know, Duke guy gets drafted, and then I'm I'm done, whatever. But majority of the time, I'm watching the uh, lottery. Maybe a couple a couple things after that, and after that, I'm turning down. Man, a casual fan like myself, I'm watching the lottery and the rest of the first round. After that, yeah, I don't know what day they they come out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Y'all could have got drafted uh, Saturday after uh, being the Wednesday draft. I mean, yeah. but why they need four minutes? The NFL, I feel like they need that time because well, there's more well, players that you got to fit in, you know, to this long well, roster. Like, they, they, they need that because now they're doing a whole event for that day. So they need to expand out on that round, which is still kind of crazy because it's still a second round. So I'm not sure. That's what I'm saying. It's a second round. Outside of TV, outside of TV, you know, TV time and things like that. That's why they're expanding it. But the, for, the, for, for the fact that it's going to be four minutes, I'm like, Four man. minutes is insane. Yeah, I mean, it's five minutes for the uh, first round. Now it's going to be four minutes for the second round instead of two. And that five minutes seemed long oh, with so the, uh, the, first the first round. round. going five minutes now? Yeah, it, no, it's been five minutes. They don't even need that long. The first round guys, it's like we know they what well, And that's play, the thing. They play that's the thing. They, they do that, but then all of a sudden, they'll be over here like Willie and Dylan behind the scenes you know, leading up to the last second before they pick out, you know, the, their pick. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's just entertaining enough to, to justify. Other than that, like, that's just, I mean, what are we doing? 
Yeah, yeah. Shout out know. to the NBA, man. Shout out to the guys that's going to the to the NBA to change their lives, though. But at the same time, ten seconds. <laughs> keep it being quick. Uh, keep it quick. <laughs> we already know we've been we've been looking at you all freaking your whole career. Yeah, I mean, so the only thing I can think of is uh, the things that are going on behind the scenes where they're trying to will and deal um, yeah. other people for money contracts and overseas stashes and things like yeah, that. So that's probably what it is. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you're still doing it in two minutes of, you know, over the last few years, decades, whatever, and now you're going to change it up. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this one up? Hey, man, Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a paid sponsor or a paid spokesperson, rather, but you sure? You it's sure? Gonna be, it's gonna be a game changer, and when I get mine, I'm gonna come on here and, and show y'all mine, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, other than that, it's Super Bowl week. Y'all enjoy y'all time with y'all family. It's you know, Super Bowl is like American Pie, man. It's the most American thing that that we could be a part of. Yeah. Um, I know you got some planned on for Super Bowl this year. And, I'm sad that I can't be a part of it this year because I'll be traveling. But everybody that's out there, y'all enjoy y'all, you know, y'all festivities. And and Usher's gonna be at the halftime. I, I can't wait for him. We we both see him live in concert. He will be doing a halftime show, so I'm looking forward to that as well. So we yeah. here, man. What you yeah. got? No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, it's gonna be Super Bowl, so it's gonna be a lot of pizza, a lot of wings being eaten. Ooh, um, <laughs> Hopefully it's a good game. Um, if not, stuff, man. I might come late, man. Save hey, 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 change your flight to earlier. <laughs> Leave it in the morning time. Go ahead and change your flight to earlier. Uh, since y'all already changing flights and everything. But uh, it should be a good time. Um, everybody's going to have a good time. Uh, hopefully uh, Usher's concert is going to be pretty good. Um, and I enjoyed that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Halftime Usher concert. Usher, baby. Usher. Yeah, yeah. But uh, thank you for listening. Continue to listen to us, and uh, we'll have more episodes, hopefully in person, next week. All right. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Cigar Room. Stay tuned for more episodes. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.